Who doesn't love bloopers? We know we do, and we wanted to share some of the outtakes from our Rules as Written recordings. Enjoy these behind-the-scenes stories from some awesome DMs. Francesco from Hapless Heroes in the episode Critical Successes and Failures, Rob from Nerds Commute in the episode Multiclassing, and Jeremy from Midnight Kingdoms in the episode Jarlaxle. Let me try to think of the like one of the ones that shines to me the most, if you don't mind holding for just a quick second. Because like I was trying to think about this earlier, but now I'm like yeah. torn. It's a it, no, it's a tough question. I know. I, I I thought it was like a relatively easy question because I was like, oh, everyone has so many members, and then people are like, but I have to choose one. We're not going to yeah. hold you to it. It could be a favorite, not the, the fa- favorite. favorite. And we're not going to be like, well, I'm sorry, you've committed to this memory forever. You can't ever enjoy <laughs> yeah, any of the others. And it's recorded <laughs> and out there on the internet, so you can't go back and change it. Actually, we did have a request from someone like, hey, if I change the story I wanted to tell, can you replace it later? <laughs> <laughs> like, I guess we'd be open to it's it. Like, sure. <laughs> so let's see. Sorry, that was all off topic. Tony could decide whether to keep that in. We or never that get in, off topic. In our bloopers. We're getting quite a lengthy bloopers episode right now. <laughs> of other stories so so much i'm doing the same thing with like our our banter that i record like before uh we start recording because it's just the good it's just the best yeah because everyone's like all warmed up and excited and then babbling pretty much is what we found yeah (laughs) yeah i've i've shown bethany a little bit but there's so much more (laughs) So, on to our topic. <laughs> yes. Can Grendo get drunk and tell Sai that it will be his destiny to pull cards? To explain, Grendo is their, like, NPC? one of the, and one of the NPCs they're very attached to, and Sai is our player character who's driven entirely by his destiny, so they've learned they can manipulate him by yes. pretty much saying, but it's your Sai, it's destiny. your destiny to go punch that guy. And he's like, <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Or, or it, saying it like, this will help you get closer to your destiny. Yeah. His and he's just like, okay. Even though Chris is like, I hate you. <laughs> yeah, Chris is like, oh, you guys are the worst. <laughs> he's stupid, okay? It's not his fault. <laughs> yeah. uh, but anyway, sorry. That was all off topic, but I'm glad we talked about it because it's definitely... I think, well, it's sort of off topic, but I, I, I agree with your point about it. It's, it's hard to know how many checks to make people to make sometimes. Yeah. Um, checks. Yeah. Checks. Checks. But maybe it also checks, depends checks, on how much checks. your players like to make checks. And I have a very check-happy group. They mm. want to make a check for anything or everything. They're like, if they can like start warming up their, their dice. I'm like, nothing's happened yet. They're like, oh, we're ready. <laughs> we've, you smell you smell. We've had to restrict breaking. it sometimes. I want to make a check to see what kind of bread. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? You know. <laughs> It's it's interesting because like if if it fluctuates, at least with my group it fluctuates, uh, where we have a lot of like really roll heavy sessions and then there's some where we've maybe like I think we had one episode we were like planning a heist, we had one die roll the entire episode because it was all just role play and like mm-hmm. making plans and like rule of cooling stuff because like it's just too brilliant not to let happen. <laughs> uh <laughs> and it's it, it really just it changes, it ebbs and flows. Um because like sometimes like you know, maybe it makes a lot of sense to have a lot of skill checks because like you know you're now executing on a lot of these things that you've been planning so <laughs> but you don't want to overdo it because like you know it's it's another thing and I know that it's a topic that you guys even wanted to discuss was like how it speeds up and slows down the game right it's like mm-hmm. you don't want to just like drag things on because you want to create you know just an additional level of difficulty like if it's it, you got to find that balance right. Where you're moving things along. You're not just like slogging people through skill challenges all the time. 
Well, sometimes you only know if you found the right balance in retrospect, right? You look back oh, and yeah. you're like, that was mm-hmm. the right number of checks. Or you're like, that was totally that was disproportionate. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. And like, there was a point where I'm like, I'm letting them roll too many insight checks. Literally, all they do is talk to people and roll insight checks. Like, we need to figure out a Did new- they lie about this yeah. sentence? Well, they, they lie about their next <laughs> sentence. Like, and I was like, I've created monsters. What have I done? Right. Um, but that brings up something I did want to talk about. I mean, it's like, you know, we're, you said you mentioned you play with kids. I mean, like, we're all like, you know, like, I'm about, to, I'm going to be 30 this year. Like, a lot of us are in our 30s and whatnot, you know, since my, my younger brother on our podcast. So it's, but like, it feels like we're just like a bunch of children. We're playing the game anyways, yeah. because of sometimes how childish our characters will act or just like, you know, because, you know, we're <laughs> playing pretend together. So like, might as well just let it all out and let that inner child shine, right? It's not pretend, it's improv. It's right. It is improv. Yeah. And you say that, but Rachel does tell us how well we're doing in comparison to the kids. And we yes. all feel pretty good about <laughs> ourselves. Like a star, we get you have a, a little starboard or something like, like that, like all the gold stars that you're keeping track of. Yeah, get a sticker. Like, well, step one, like, we don't eat the D4s. Oh we God, don't eat the awful. D4s. <laughs> <laughs> you say that, but apparently that's yeah. the most flavorful dice of them all because that's the one the kids stick in their mouth. <laughs> that's awful. The D4 of all, of all the dice. The D4. Yeah. <laughs> it's worse than stepping on a Lego. Sorry. Anyways. Just... <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. No, it's okay. There was one time we lost a D4. Like it fell off of our table and I couldn't find it. I was like, if the dog ate it, I don't know what's going to happen. Oh my gosh. I was like anxious about it for several hours till eventually I found it like in the track of our sliding glass. <laughs> I was like, oh my goodness. Oh my gosh. Not the D4. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, overall, we think we play like children, but Rachel, you could say it's, it's different, different with different. actual children. It is. Like, there's night and day, and then there's kids. <laughs> it's a whole different, whole different ballpark for kids. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Please. It's also really hard to explain to kids death saving throws. Oh. oh that's true. Because they're like, am I dead? I'm like, you're not dead, you are dying. And they're like, so what does that mean? I'm like... And they're keep in mind they're between like nine and twelve most of them. Right, right. So I have to kind of like gauge which kids are at the table because some of them might be a little bit more squeamish or whatever. But I'm like, you are bleeding severely, <laughs> and they're like, so I'm just bloody. I'm like, no, you're, um, you are dying very quickly. Yes, this is that doesn't look good. And the one kid, he's like, I don't get. It. I'm like. Your guts are spilling on the ground. Your oh, gross. intestines are outside of your body. And he's like, oh, oh, so I might die. I'm like, yes, Jack, yes. <laughs> this was the one kid he had, I believe he had two fails and one success at that point. And I'm oh, just boy. like, you, you don't understand the grave situation you are in. You're level one. You have no healer. You have no cleric. <laughs> your other party oh, member gosh. is like at two hit points. Right, and like you're, you're bleeding out. You're you're just like a pretty much an average person, right there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're just a right. dude at that point yeah. who's just who's just quietly dying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, uh, I think to be fair, I also did um, insta kill a um, player character one time for failing a save, uh. but. <laughs> In my defense. <laughs> oh, this was, okay, the Anathema Lich. Yeah, I created this monster I was really excited about. It was like part, it was, it was an Anathema Lich. It was just like this horrible monstrosity <laughs> that had an artifact. And they knew it was an artifact of like the god of death. And um, 
I think I've been pretty clear as a DM that I was telegraphing that it was very bad. Okay, the monk, the dumb monk, (laughs) runs in all by himself, 60 feet away from all of us, and just decides, I'm going to go punch this anathema lich, hits him four times, and then stays there. Oh, well. At which point, one of the abilities of the uh, artifact was used by the Anathalich who went right after in initiative and he failed the save and uh the damage was enough that he you know died <laughs> that um he, you know died he just he just died so i'm totally breaking what i said earlier i did have one roll one failed save but it was the result of poor decision making as yes. well and i also knew that rachel as the dedicated paladin would trundle in and do her somewhat job. reproachfully <laughs> save him right. <laughs> Maybe right. beat him up a Before little bit in the process. One punch while he's still down, and then heal him. Yeah, lay yeah, on hands yeah. with so, force. <laughs> yeah, 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 a little bit of a so aggressive like, lay on hands. Yeah, so you, you get sort thirty. Of them a little bit. You get thirty hit points back, but you lose one. Yep. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but but overall, I I did that one time, and I think I kind of regretted it a little bit, and and wish I'd maybe I felt like maybe I should have done more to give him more of a chance, but it, in another sense. It was supposed to be a very deadly encounter. Yes. And it so, was. Uh, it, it was. That's a quick yeah. lesson you yeah, learned then, was. if anything. Yeah. Yep. Yes. Yes. As a, as a parent DM, I was trying to teach a valuable <laughs> life lesson. Don't run away from the party and go and punch, you know, anathema liches in the face. And I believe he has learned that lesson valuably as he continues he to the do same the thing. same thing. Yep. It's true. He has not learned his lesson at all. But, Some people never um, change. That's Okay. Yeah, it's just who his yeah. character is, you it's, know? It's his destiny to right. do that. Yeah, anyways, uh, overall, I, I think... It really takes the pressure off the DM for being the jerk in that situation. It does, <laughs> and at the same time, though, there's always a little yeah. bit of suspicion that you somehow used your wicked it's DM your magic to curse the dice. It's still the dice, but maybe you... Like, looked at him funny or something. Cut that part out. I don't want to be people hearing about these secret powers that DMs are supposed oh, to have. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, we'll yeah, hide that. Yes. All right, that will be removed yes. now. Yes, you're giving away the trade who... secrets here. Yeah, so we all take the DM oath. We get these magical powers that allow us to just influence things a little bit, just like a like a little bit of Jedi powers, perhaps. <laughs> but for evil, obviously. So sorry, we're Sith Lords, quietly. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh, at the other end, I uh, confession as a DM, I made lots of mistakes with magic items early on in my campaign because I'm like, magic items are cool and fun. And I oh my god, I did them. the same thing. I did the same thing in my first campaign. Uh, yeah. Tony's laughing at me because I made the biggest mistake <laughs> with him. So I'll tell you my story, Francesco, and then you tell me yours. Um, okay, sure. I accidentally made the mistake of giving Tony's character a Vorpal Sword that is particularly like sentient it's a story driven thing where she was like his mentor like i'm like this will be really cool and his character will probably be dead soon and then they'll retire the sword and i won't have to worry about it anymore because yeah terrible still idea. alive terrible idea he yeah. keeps critting on like yeah pretty much every enemy i don't want him to crit on and even if he can't decapitate them with his natural 20 he still does like 68 plus 2d8 Plus my maneuver oh, yeah, it's damage. It's absolutely it's ridiculous. Ridiculous. And I, uh, I'm i now like, well, part of me was like, I got to figure out a way to retcon this or change it around. But I was like, you know, I've made this mistake. I have to live with it. <laughs> I right. have to adapt. And sometimes yep. it just means fights will be abrupt and short because he gets in there, gets advantage and makes the right choices and rolls that natural 20 and... You know, it's over. Right. Um, Reckless reckless attack is amazing. (laughs) 
yeah. Tony uses it to his advantage. So that's probably the magic item I made the biggest mistake on because I think in my head I thought crits aren't going to happen that often either. But I <laughs> underestimated, yep. uh, you know, he's a fighter. So he's just got so many attacks and he's always getting advantage. So, so they're statistically likely to happen within any given fight if there's multiple rounds. Right. So. And some fighter abilities give you, you know, let you crit on a 19 or 20. So Thank goodness he doesn't have that or I would just have been ripping my hair out <laughs> no no i just used the trip attack to help me right yeah so anyways so what was your mistake what'd you do wrong well i just i just used to like want to hand out magic items because like i you know i didn't realize like how much more weight they carried in fifth edition because yeah. like you know i think that just the, the way that they can really change things up is i think it's more significant than the 3.5 was because 3.5 like i mean because there was so much material it was a lot easier to balance things around like players being in a more heavy magic campaign because they just you had a lot to throw at them anyways you know what i mean they could have all this cool stuff but there's a lot that you could still do and i, I had to learn that Okay, so maybe I gave my made my party a little overpowered with all these super cool weapons and armor and you know whatever else things that up their DC for their spells. So like they were just breezing through everything. So I just had I figured out well why don't I just start just throwing increasingly increasingly difficult stuff at them so that even all those magic items can't save them from a tarasque. You know, exactly. <laughs> well, no, I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> Rachel's like murder, murder. <laughs> like I'm not trying. I wasn't trying to like kick everybody out and never want to play with me again. But yeah, um, yeah. that's every DM's fear. I think is deep down we're all afraid that we'll go just a bit too far, <laughs> right? And the players will rebel, <laughs> right? So you know, it just like I just had to learn to kind of tone it back and trust that you know the the whole like guide and the De- dungeon master's guide where it kind of tells you how many items I think or is it in Xanathar's guide to everything I forget which one it's in where it kind of gives you a general table of like okay at this level this is how many roughly like on average magic items they should have from the common category and the uncommon category so like I kind of very loosely sort of followed started following that because i was like holy crap, i started giving these guys like very rare or rare items like way before they were supposed to have them <laughs> and you're like oops oh well things will get harder it yeah. all kind of levels out yeah. again yeah i uh i definitely like magic items they're cool they're and great. i think i've been trying to move more towards giving them things that are interesting but not useful yes. um like they recently had a shopping session in my game <laughs> and i think one of the items they were most excited about it's a common magical item from xanathar's guide and it's a cape of billowing oh yeah. yes <laughs> so as a bonus action it billows and they're like how many do you have we all need them like this is amazing <laughs> like the freaking avengers coming up on the stage like ha-ha. yeah they're see like, stuff like that is just flavor you know what i mean like yeah. please like that, that could run rampant in, like, in a campaign world but like you know it's 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 the heavy like heavy gameplay effect day was like you know I, I would never throw a deck of many things into my campaign unless i was trying to end it <laughs> for example <laughs> I, I gave them one and it's tormenting them it's possibly yes. the most awful thing i've done to the party is they have it they know what it can do and they're just holding it <laughs> we want to use it but we're also terrified it's currently just hidden away <laughs> right <laughs> that right. is all it is doing <laughs> But I, I gave it to them knowing that this would be, like, a central conflict that would evolve throughout the stories. Right. Like, we could pull a card. Should knowing that as card? players, we're all like, yes. But as, as characters, we're going to be like, no. No. Right? Like, this could go horribly, horribly wrong for everyone. It's hard as a DM to handle and balance all of this stuff. Oh, yeah, for sure. 
And we all make mistakes. Oh, yeah. So it's a learning curve. It is. It is. Is that the, yeah. the gesture for learning curve? Learning yes. curve. Curve. Because then you go down. I know. I noticed. I know. I noticed that. It, I noticed you left it on the downhill. <laughs> yeah. Um. Cool. Did I ask so, the question? Uh, I don't remember. Where were we? Yes, you did. Yes, well, yes, but you were creating <laughs> midnight kingdoms. Yep. We embrace the stereotypes. Uh huh. The yeah. good ones. The good ones. True. Sure, sure. Yes. Uh, Not uh, the bad ones, like the improper hygiene and oh, you know yeah. those. We are all yeah. well showered. Yes. Yep. Most of us. Yep. Yep. Most of us. Yep. <laughs> I am in a basement, though. But it's not but your it's parents' basement. Yeah. Okay, there you go. It's, hey, no judgment if it was, okay? Sure. <laughs> no, no, it's it's more Mountain Dew. Oh. <laughs> and Doritos. And yeah, Doritos. The Doritos. Yep, yep. Yeah, and it's, um, it's 100% uh, true. Because that's where we yeah. play. It's in my friend's parents' oh, basement. Yeah, yeah. And there's always a pick and save run. Man. Walking around in our trench uh, coats and combat boots. Oh. Remember, it was 1994. Were you two halflings in a trench coat? Oh, no. two halflings in a trench coat. Unfortunately, not, because that would have been amazing. <laughs> I need to make a character like that, Tony. By the way, if if I'm, Elaine dies, I'm like, <clears throat> can I? Can I please? Tony? We'll talk later. <laughs> Tony's the parrot way of saying, "Well, I'll think about it." Means no. Probably not. <laughs> hey, actually, I know that I don't think I've told you Chris's backup character. I'll remind me to tell you later about how his soul will be put into, uh, what was it, a Gearforge or Warforge? Warforged Artifice. Yeah. Or Warforged. Uh, he wants to have um, Luvin make him a Warforge and then become one. Well, hey. Was this his got, Iron Man? Wait, was this his Iron Man concept? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he mentioned that. I didn't realize that was his backup character. Yeah, that's his backup character. I mean, it's basically the same character, just, you know. In a metal body. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. All right. Um, let's focus. Focus. <laughs> as well as Artemis and Trieri, pretty much. We haven't. I don't know who that is. We haven't so. done an episode on Artemis and Trieri yet. I thought we did. No. Yeah, you did. We did. <gasps> oh, we did. Yeah. Okay. He's the assassin. The one that uses his say. thumbnail in order to pick locks. Oh, yeah, yeah. We did talk about this. Oh, my gosh. Sorry. That was a long time ago. I was like, did we actually <laughs> I was like, like, No, no. This is why I'm mentioning Artemis and Trieri because we definitely did an episode on oh, him. Oh, it's been a while. I like Artemis and Trieri. Yeah, Overall, yeah. he's kind of a cool weirdo, which I respect. <laughs> Again, he's he's number two on my list for- Number, number two. That, yeah. that jewel dagger. That's a nasty weapon. Rachel's just like, I don't remember any of this. I don't remember this. <laughs> this was a while ago, apparently. Uh, uh, I believe this ended with you being more accepting of him than of Drist. Well, I mean, that's not saying a lot. Because, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> but anyways. He, anyways, Jarlaxle. Yeah, you, I mean, I think he has actually two of them. Because in the latest books, he got the uber-powerful sword Cassidier. Oh, that's right. Who's like <laughs> this sword that is nothing but trouble for everyone? Yeah, it it constantly bends them to its will, and he takes it, stares at it, and forces it to his will. <laughs> and I'm not kidding. Because of course, he actually like the pommel of the sword is supposed to mimic like the wielder after he's slowly been corrupted by the sword. He forced it like, no, I want it to look like a displacer beast, and it did because because it's like, never mind, you're right, you win. <laughs> Yeah, it's a sen- it's a sentient sword that's like uh, oh that gave up. <laughs> yes, after like literally making people kill themselves, like yeah. really evil sword. Oh, a lot of like oh you're not worthy, you're not, and then Jalak's like thank you, you're mine now. <laughs> <laughs> I'll determine who's worthy. Yes. Yeah. 
Nobody's ever done that. (laughs) (laughs) There was a DM once who took away our stuff. Just some DM. Sometime in the past. Sometime in the past. It was a learning mistake. The tales of yore. I believe the individual who was under the DM's control was nearly set on fire after oil was poured all over them. I didn't actually set him on fire. I threatened it. Threatened. To set him on fire. There is a clear distinction that people do not acknowledge. When someone steals your stuff, you are allowed to... <laughs> I, my, my character was a sorcerer. Hey, I solved problems with fire. I didn't have a lot of other tools in my... You know. I was remembering my character was going to, like, kneecap him and then just leave him out in the middle of the woods and say, Oh, there were hey, so many threats. Good luck. Oh my gosh. They've just become the most murderous hobos you of, took like, any our murder stuff. <laughs> We got our stuff. stuff back. Yeah, it's and true. And he got to live. Well, yeah, we didn't kill him. He actually was fine. Maybe, like, super traumatized, but, you know, that seemed fair at the time. Yeah. So, That's good. I have all the, I have all the, I don't throw anything away. So I have everything sitting over a binder that I'm looking at right now. Yeah, I know a few nice. people that have a D&D or other tabletop RPG binders of things oh, that yeah. they've been working on. I feel like maybe I'm in the minority. I just, I don't, I don't keep stuff. I'm just like, nope, <laughs> I mean, I make an idea if I can use it. Otherwise it gets dumped in a Google Doc and then I maybe I'll look back. I have all my Google Drive files of my Out of the Abyss campaign that ended <laughs> last year. Yeah. I have... So many files. I can imagine. So many binders. <laughs> All the binders. All the binders. <laughs> I just have one binder. I like going to Office Character Max. Sheets. Who doesn't uh. like going to Office Max? I. Yeah. It's on the list of places I'm not supposed to go by myself, or maybe not supposed to go to with <laughs> Rachel, because we definitely not. We, we reinforce each other. Like, man, I need different colored post-it notes. Uh, you do, yeah. <laughs> I love buying office supplies. They're the best. <laughs> they really are. Do they have glitter there? I mean, they have everything there. Okay, not everything. everything. Everything except all the other stuff. Then you go to like Joanne Fabrics and then you get everything. Or Michael's. Or Hobby Lobby. <laughs> yeah, Michael's. I, I can't go it's to... Good, it's good stuff. I can't go to used bookstores. Um, yeah. I'm not... I, I would say I'm not allowed. That sounds like Tony has forbidden me, but it's more like we've made an agreement we, are, we each are a not allowed to go me. by ourselves. It's okay if we go together because go. we will talk the other one out of something. If talk them down, <laughs> yeah. That's the theory, anyways. Is that why we left uh, the used bookstore in London with like twenty books? No, it wasn't that bad. We didn't fly back from London with twenty books. Okay, ten. It was like eight. It was like eight books. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was like 10. And most of those were gifts. <laughs> it's okay if they're gifts. That doesn't count. <laughs> gifts for yourself don't no, count. No, not for me. me. <laughs> I, I would agree. They don't count. Yeah. So um, this is just, what, that's three bookshelves behind me? This those is, are the small bookshelves. Wait, no. This are those is the just big the ones. ones. This is a small sampling of the thousands upon thousands of books I have. I have a problem. So, so I'm a collector. Mm. I try to say I'm a collector, but then I think Rachel said, no, you're just a hoarder. And I'm like, no, I love them. They're my children. So (laughs) You look um, like a collector because they all look very organized. They are very organized. Um, These are mostly organized. They're somewhat organized. They were organized when you took them off the shelf at the old house. Yeah, they're organized organized at least by genre. Yes. 
But um, well, actually, she most doesn't of the have Star her Dewey Decimal System in place yet. <laughs> what did you say, Tony? <laughs> most of the Star Wars books are together. Or the series yeah. books are together. But say, I think there's Star Wars books over there. I can there. see them over <laughs> your shoulder. <laughs> over, over there. I, oh. I have the D&D <laughs> books in, in this room. Yeah, yeah. All the I saw them behind you the other day. Yeah, the stack of them. The stack what? of all the D and D books. No, yeah. he's a collector. <laughs> he's a collector. <laughs> We're gonna use Jeremy's word, collector. It's a collection yeah. for reasons. I I need them. I'm, I'm not uh-huh. addicted. Are you secretly a dragon. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. Right, right, Jeremy. I can quit anytime I want. I just don't want to. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Why would I want to? Yeah, I know. It's priceless. It's history. Yeah. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, We could come up with a thousand and one justifications for needing this. I'm like, I don't have other vices. I don't even drink. Let me have this. (laughs) (laughs) I need something. I collect cats and I collect books. (laughs) Let's keep focusing on the books for right now. We have a lot of cats. It's true. It's true. Uh, They're so fluffy. Yeah. They're they're quality cats. Only the highest quality of weird cats. (laughs) So, taking it back to our so actual topic. <laughs> yeah, Tony will cuddle. Oh, save it for bonus content. I have so much bonus content. Yeah. For all those for all those vampires. Werewolves. Werewolves. There we go. Sorry. Whatever those uh, things are. <laughs> None of those like bad creatures that need special things. Yeah. I mean I, th- I think Jeremy cares about these distinctions, Rachel. I, do. I, do. I know. <laughs> it is very, very important to me. <laughs> it comes up uh-huh, in your game a little uh-huh. bit, probably for vampire. A little bit, a huh, little bit. Strange. They're not all the same. You can't just lump them all together and say, "Yeah, they're all bad." One of those creatures. It is a very it important thing. distinction. A stake through the heart of a werewolf would do the same thing, right? No, not quite. You're such a troll. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, yes, bait him. Why did I sign up for this? <laughs> no, no, no. We like having you here. Oh yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, Tony was also excited when I first was like, hey, who wants to talk about Jarlaxle? And Rachel's like, I don't know what that is. And I was like, you don't talk about it. And you were like, oh, Jarlaxle. Yeah, I'm as like, soon as you like, oh, Jarlaxle. I'm like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> like, this will be a good conversation. I'm, and I'm not even caught up on the most recent books. I think I'm like six or seven behind. Oh, wow. Yeah. Tony is more caught up. I actually paused on reading the books because they overlap with the Out of the Abyss campaign. So I was yeah, trying not she was to not allowed find to read out stuff. <laughs> the cause of what was going on because that was actually the same in the books as it is in the module. So I'm like, all right, you can read everything if you want up to this chapter, but otherwise just no. And she's like, I'll wait. I'll come back to it later. I, just no. <laughs> yeah, and I haven't yet. But, uh, but nobody dies then. He always brings them back. Yeah, that's true. It's oh, <laughs> Tony's sign. Yeah. Well, okay, I, it's because I know why he's saying. It's because mm-hmm. of the most recent book specifically. Oh, is it, did it happen again? Something happened, <gasps> and it, oh, I told you, Bethany. I'm not going to spoil yes. it. But it, someone gets brought back, and I'm was, just. I was, was actually not, like upset. Was not it, just dead, but like so lo- like dead that we moved on. Dead. Was it another Wolfgar oh. moment? Works. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, because at least Wolfgar had a little bit of. They went back into this backstory with it, which and they explained yeah. it a bit. And bit. I'm wondering if they're going to do. I know they're releasing another Driss book and not too long, um, but 
Oh my gosh. It, this the final <laughs> book, I don't even remember what the book's name is now, but the final book ends and I'm just like, no, no, just no. I refuse to accept this happened. Yeah. Ah, I can't. I can't. I yeah. I get the idea of not wanting characters to die or to <sighs> have them come back and have their stories continue. I think that's a temptation. But I also could say this as a DM and a player who's never had like an epic death yet. So yet. I have, I have, it wasn't been brought con. back, but I have only killed one, one character. Yeah. Rachel's <laughs> killed me once, but she let me go back and try again because it was there so was a traumatic. <laughs> it was I died the first by, time black, playing. by like blacksmith hammer. I walked into a room and died. Exploded, I it, think is no, the term. No, it wasn't died. It was erased from ever existing. Oh, right, 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 right. Yeah. Because it, did it didn't so even so hit her much. negative max. But it like it hit doubled like three that. times her negative. Yeah, it was. It was, and she was at full health. So yeah. other than that, which Rachel was like, "Hold on, we misread a rule. Do you want to try again?" I was like, "Please." <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't misread a rule. You had your weasel. Oh yeah, but then, yeah. yeah my because like, oh shoot, the uh, the weasel should have or the feasel should have gone at the end of my turn. It's like okay, if this thing kills the blacksmith, you live and. Sh- <laughs> She killed the blacksmith. He only had one yeah. hit point left. Yeah, it just yeah. needed to hit it. I bet you he likes books too, though. Jarlaxle? Oh. He probably reads. I'm sure he does. Probably. What What do you think he reads? Smut? <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking smut. <laughs> the lusty Argonian. Yeah, yeah, yes. <laughs> Something. Uh, interspecies erotica. <laughs> oh, yeah. That would make sense, but also it was horrifying it to is. think of. Like, <laughs> well, just the oh. whole, just the whole idea of removing myself from a pile of bodies that yeah. aren't yeah. dead. Yeah. yeah, yeah, just just yeah. living yeah, bodies. To- totally, totally fine. And it didn't What's seem like Saturday it was any like? special <laughs> thing for him. He was just like, oh, okay, come on, let's get down to work. He just got up and just went about his day. <laughs> okay, we that went- cool. Second hurdle, good. good. We're good. Nobody, nobody stuttered on their name. Nobody forgot what their name was. Uh, it's going so well. Nobody said anything <laughs> weird. All right. I was, I was so, this close to saying Eric, but then I yeah. Plowed oh, you're like it. you're like okay. No, no, it's Rob. Focus in. Focus Remember, in. Witness protection. Witness protection. <laughs> <laughs> that would explain so much. Yeah, but no. So this is not a an interview question, but it's just a question. Are you an angry driver? I know you live in Orlando, so like, is that going to affect your podcast? <laughs> I, I'm I am not I'm not an angry driver. I tend okay. to be very very zen about it, especially in the mornings. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not awake enough to be angry, so <laughs> which makes it just sound more like I should be thinking about stuff other than the road and talking about that while I'm driving. And sleeping. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, no. There's like two approaches to driving around here. Either yeah. you like chill out and you're like, what happens will happen. That's me when I drive. Yeah. Or you're like, not that Ra- Rachel's a good driver, but she is an angry driver. I'm not angry. Yeah. I am defensive. <laughs> I like but people like- to know how <laughs> they are. <laughs> yeah. Those are basically equivalent in Orlando. I mean, yeah, 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 yeah basically. So, yeah, yeah I, I'm just, uh, I'm. Uh, yeah, I've just accepted the fact that my eight mile drive is going to take thirty five minutes. So it's <laughs> oh man, I had a f- almost twenty mile drive and that took thirty five minutes. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> it's Orlando. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh boy, true. Yeah. Like filling a party need totally go for it. Like that's kind of why I like the bar dip. Yeah, is just 
I don't think anybody's going to be super concerned with somebody just handing out little buffs. They're like, oh, stop inspiring me. It's disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. I really don't like your poetry, but yes. I'll take your increased chance like to hit. Um, okay. Funny you brought that up, Rob. This is oh, unrelated. I hit a nerve. No, no, no. Okay. So, okay. Tony or Rachel, explain to us what happened in our, our stream Rachel. on Friday. No, Rachel, explain. <laughs> uh, so, Wu He was the most amazing character I think I've had to play. Um, <laughs> I made, uh, it's a Skathari, which is like an insect creature, barbarian wrecker. So, like, their, their focus was they, they get to negate, um, resistances and stuff, uh, of constructs. So basically, if you're a construct, I'm like laser sight focused on you and I rip you in half. And I rolled randomly for my, <laughs> uh, personality traits and things. And I got that, uh, like I was exiled for tax evasion. <laughs> And, you know, just random things like that. But the best was that, uh, I think it was my bond? Yeah, it was a core to your character's yeah, your bond. is that I do poetry in my spare time. So there was so much poetry in our one shot. I love it. It, yeah. it was yeah. awful and amazing. Yeah. <laughs> so, of course, it wasn't just poetry. It was slam poetry. Because oh, she's a barbarian. Specifically, because yeah, barbarian. I'm so happy that this exists. <laughs> <laughs> just, that does my heart so good yeah. to hear that this is a thing. It was so much fun. <laughs> but their points for her, she's like, okay, everyone's gathered around. All right, time for some poetry. We're all like, please, no. Please, please no, don't, <laughs> don't make me listen again. Is there yeah. anywhere we could go? We can't We can't get out? We're trapped here? <laughs> it's basically she waits till they're like, oh, I'm going to be fixing this in this room. It's like, oh, well, I'm also working on this in this room. It's like, guys, you're all here? I'm glad Great. you came you to my poetry session. Go. Thank you for showing it's up. Hiker's Guide, Vogon Poetry. Just... I mean, it's not unlike what happened. Yeah. <laughs> it was amazing. <laughs> so sorry. That is totally unrelated to rules, but was funny well, that you mentioned that. Yeah. So yeah, if you ever want to play a character that the party loves, slam poetry. Oh, poetry. Slam lots poetry. Of, lots of snaps. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so now that we're completely off topic what were our questions let me go back i, I don't know uh, I, I, okay could have i could have warned you that that was going to happen when i start talking about stuff but uh, we 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 always anticipate okay. i think i got just as a side note there we recorded with uh mike and giuseppe for three hours okay. an hour of that is all just bonus content because it had nothing <laughs> yep. to do with what story we were talking time. about we love story yeah. time. We do. yeah all right we do so it's i awesome. can take it back to the questions I tend to die so often as a character oh, no. that I don't really plan on hitting any kind of high level. Like, it's very much for today. Like Aww. You live for the like, now. I, like, I've died enough that basically every character I ever play has a con score way higher than you need for the class and is, <laughs> is proficient in perception. That is a guarantee for any character I play. They will have proficiency in, in perception. I need to see what's coming to try and not die. And I will have a lot of HP. So, not to sound judgmental, perhaps this ties to your approach to playing a character. I believe earlier I mentioned you're like, I love when things go wrong. I know, but I mean, like, it's tough to get flowing when things go wrong when you just die. Yeah, it's so, true. That's true. Like, I want it to be a comedy of errors, not a snuff film. Like, <laughs> you want that sweet spot where things are bad, but not too bad yeah, yeah i want to overcome i don't want to succumb yeah it's <laughs> actually yeah. that's basically my motto as a dm i want like i want them yeah. to overcome i don't want to tpk them please exactly. <laughs> yeah oh it got close a couple times um, but yes dms need to have fun too people it's like yeah. what what do you mean that this can do you mean completely stops my uh big bad from doing his big thing cool 
All right. That's, that's Fun. Never, that's never happened, Tony. <laughs> well, that big bad's damage is all psychic now, so. <laughs> I have never done that to a barbarian, the totem of the bear. No. Just the three times. Tony's a diabolical DM. I'm relatively nice, all things considered, as a DM. I'm like, hey, you guys win. Great job. High fives all around. You just bring about, like, the snobbiest, yes. most conceited characters that we hate. I've been DMing for you guys for a while. I'm like, there's nothing so good as destroying a baddie that you really hate. So I just make them incredibly obnoxious because that's what you hate more. You don't hate murderers like you hate jerks. Let's no, be honest. Murderers. Player characters are murderers. Yeah, that, that's fair. That's fair. But they're like, but, oh, okay. But they're no, no. so condescending. We <laughs> fought a wraith that like implied he was slowly draining the life force of orphan children. Yeah. Wiped him. Dealt with that. Done. But we had this guy who was so snobby and conceited. Not a wraith. Didn't do any of that murdering, but we were so much happier when we killed Wait, hold, them. Hold on. Wh- which one? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, honestly not sure. Which, which one are you thinking I was thinking of, of the... Oh, no. Uh, Reginald? Um, sorry, not the guy. The um, Arisi. Oh. I was thinking Arisi, not, the, not the Reginald. The leader of the... Reginald was conceded, but the leader, the leader of, of the... Yes. Sorry, obviously this is a trope I have deployed too many times, and I'm like, which one was it? I've made more than one obnoxious character. <laughs> no, no. Character. We just wanted to beat up Reginald. Yeah, Several times. Just... <laughs> Sorry, that guy was just a snob. That was literally, I wrote down for his character script, it just said, like, snob. <laughs> they're like, he's the worst. Let's kill him. He... <laughs> and then they're like, well, he has his dad. Let's he kill has... him. Yeah, he hasn't done anything evil yet. But flip side, he's really annoying. I feel like that's a good justification. <laughs> we'll wait till he does something, then we kill him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Embrace then, the Then you just have to tease it out with the DM, just as the DM, just like, oh, oh no. There's some plot in town tied to him. Mm. Is he the culprit? You don't know yet. Are you going to wait for evidence? Enough, murder. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, they're actually not too bad with the murder hobos. They just want to murder people, but they restrain yeah. themselves. And then I'm very that's, proud. That's... I'm like, you guys did so good. Yeah, yeah we're like, we wanted to, but you... Fine. Uh, Here's your moral victory. And everyone <laughs> just groans and shrivels up. <laughs> yeah, <Yay>. basically. <laughs> We'd let the people get kidnapped. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. We we don't have to repeat sad, tragic D&D stories, which are my nope. favorite. But, um... <laughs> Be interesting. I know the one that Bethany's excited for is for them to fully release the psionicist with everything <laughs> yes, else. Please finish the mystic. I'm enjoying my Earth Arcana mystic. Another reason I'm not multiclassing that Earth Arcana mystic is because she's already too overpowered. Already broken. So I can't really multiclass because that would be simply too much. Um, got the artificer coming out presumably uh, soon. Yeah, that's what Nick's playing in uh, Tony's game. So Depending it's on pretty cool. How soon that comes out, we'll I'll talk with Nick, but we'll see. Yeah, he's doing the artificer on Earth Arcana. Yeah, we love trying out the Art Arcana stuff yeah. and then seeing, wow, this is really powerful. Oops. <laughs> Oops. Isn't that how it always seems to go with the Unearthed Arcana? Is like, does this feel really overpowered to anybody else? Play a couple of sessions. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, it, is it, it totally is. Is it just me or I, can I melt someone's brain at level two? Is that too much? Is it too <laughs> much? I mean, am I reading this right? Are, are, you, are they just trying to get us excited about this class so when they release the book with the powered down <laughs> version, I'm going to pay for it without looking at it? I, you guys do remember Ornthal, where most of you were on other kind of classes, and um, the minimum CR I threw at you was an 8 for a level 5 party? Yeah. <laughs> you remember that, right? You remember? Yeah, I remember. Yeah. It was great. It was awesome. We knew, we knew going in it was going to be like that. Yeah. 